Good morning, church. I'm going to use this opportunity of us being together. We're going to pray. Start this evening, this morning, I beg your pardon, by praying the prayer slides from Thursday into Sunday. Because some of us didn't have, we're here on Wednesday, but since then, we have not prayed together as a congregation. On Thursday, the prayer slide reads, Heavenly Father, in 2023, help me recover all my past losses. Now read with me. Heavenly Father, in 2023, help me recover all my past losses. Guide me away from costly mistakes. Cause me to maximize all opportunities coming my way. And please decorate my life with glorious life-changing outcomes in Jesus' name I pray. Prayers, let us begin to pray. Begin to pray, Lord, Lord, in 2023, help me every past loss that I have made, everything that I have lost, whether it is in my business, whether it is in my family, whether it is in my marriage, whether it's in my relationship, whether it's in my finances, any loss that we have made, whether it's a loss as of Nigeria as a nation, I want you to pray that you guide me away from costly mistakes. I have made those mistakes. I will not make them again in the name of Jesus. I will not repeat those mistakes again. Though it says costly mistakes, costly mistakes, that means that you had to pay a severe price for it. Some of us are still paying the price for it. I want you to pray this morning. Father, any costly mistake I made, anything that deprived me of your grace, of your mercy, of your breakthrough in 2022, I will not repeat it in 2023. This is a year of providential outcome. I will not repeat the same mistake in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. Lord, I will not pray. Cause me to maximize every opportunity, every single opportunity that comes my way this year, 2023. Pray to God, I will not waste any opportunity. Oh, I have lost too much. I cannot afford to waste any opportunity. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. Decorate my life. Decorate my life with a glorious outcome. See how this place has been decorated. It looks good. This can be your life. Your life can be decorated with success. Your life can be decorated with promotion. Your life can be decorated with miracles, with breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, I want you to pray. Decorate every aspect of my life in the name of Jesus, which means that I will be fruitful. I will not be barren. In the name of Jesus, pray in Jesus. Every glorious life-changing outcome life-changing that means that it will be different it will be game-changing in the name of Jesus we pray I said in the name of Jesus we pray I don't like your amen in the name of Jesus we pray now give me the slide for Friday hmm. read with me Holy Spirit teach me to delight myself in the Lord that God may favor me and grant me a heart's desires. May the Lord's favor produce favorable outcomes for me 
in 2023 in name in the name of Jesus Christ I pray hold on hold on hold on you are not going to pray to say Holy Spirit teach me yummy Holy Spirit teach me Steve Holy Spirit teach me color to delight myself let's take it again Holy Spirit teach me yummy to delight myself in the law that God may favor me yummy and grant my heart's desires. May the Lord's favor produce favorable outcomes for me, Yomi, in 2023. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Prayers. Let us pray. Prayers. 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 This is called the fasting and prayer period. Pastor Steve was teaching us on Wednesday that there are certain things that will not go except by prayer and fasting. One shall put a thousand to flight, two, ten thousand. Not to come and mention we as a congregation. This is the time to put your heart to prayer. Oh, these prayers are not just for fun. These prayers are not because the senior pastor has nothing to do and he's whiling away the time. These are prayers that are supposed to bring you breakthrough in 2023. These are prayers that are supposed to arrange your 2023 ahead of you. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. Pray for favorable outcome in everything you do concerning your family, concerning your parents, concerning your spouse, concerning your children, concerning your church, concerning our nation, Nigeria. I want you to pray concerning your business. Father, grant me favorable outcome. Concerning our evangelism in Grace Assembly, Father, grant us favorable outcome. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Let me try it again from this side. I said, in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Hallelujah. Give me Saturday. Saturday. Psalm 118.15a The New International Version. It says, read with me. Uh, uh, is that shout? Let me, let me try here. It says what? And victory resound in the tents of the righteousness. The prayer goes, yes, Lord. Let this be my reality in 2023. As you bless me and my loved ones with many out happy outcomes, I receive it with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Prayers, grace assembly, prayers, prayers, only shouts of joy. Ah, nobody will come to mourn with me. One, nobody will come and cry with me. Nobody will weep with me. There will be no cause for it. In the name of Jesus, only shouts of joy. Only shouts of joy. Only shouts of victory will resound in my tent, in my tabernacle, in the name of Jesus. People of God, are you praying? Are you praying at all? Only shouts of joy. I will not come and mourn with you. There will be no cause to mourn with you. Only rejoicing in the name of Jesus. Only happiness 
in the name of Jesus. Only shouts of victory in the name of Jesus. It will happen for me. I declare it. 2023, you are my year of providential outcome. Thus I will shout for joy. Thus I will shout in victory. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Now the side for Sunday. Hmm. It's found, it's taken from Luke 10, 27, the New Living Translation. Read with me. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. The prayer goes, read with me. Lord, I want to love you more than ever before. Holy Spirit, help me love others as well so that I may really please God and be blessed in all things as all times. This I ask in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Guess what? There's no point in all these things that God wants to do for providential outcome if we do not love God. The underlining thing is we must love God. One of the things that I wrote as my point and my prayer points for 2023 is that nearer my Lord to thee, nearer to thee. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. Father, in 2023, draw me closer. In 2023, draw me closer. I want to be nearer to you. Prayers, 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 grace assembly. I want to draw me closer. Nearer to thee, my Lord nearer to thee these are holy spirit inspired prayers for us to start the word they they, they say the, the year right 2023 you must be a year of providential outcome for me but it cannot happen by magic it's going to be happening by special prayers holy spirit inspired prayers like the one that we are saying right now i want you to pray that god make me love you more and more cause me to love your things more and more holy spirit help me in this regard help me to love others as as, as my as well i want you to love lord help me bring the love of god in my heart for my neighbor it doesn't matter how they have treated me it doesn't matter what they said about me behind me what is important is the instruction of God. It doesn't matter what they have done for me. It doesn't matter the offense they have caused for me, caused to me. But Lord, help me to love my neighbor more and more. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this Holy Spirit inspired prayers that you have given us. We pray them earnestly with a strong belief that you will answer our prayers in the name of Jesus. You said my house shall be called the house of prayer and we are in your house now. Every prayer that we have offered since we have started this fasting and prayer, Lord, let it be, let it receive speedy answers in the name of Jesus. We, you visited us, continue to visit us in the name of Jesus. Every service this year, Lord, visit us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us 
experience the rawness of your power in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. As we continue in that fasting and prayer, help us, strengthen us, that we may keep the faith and so shall it be well with us in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. And the people of God shouted! Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Thank you very much. I feel better. Uh, you must, anyway, let you see in the course of my uh, sermon this morning. I want to welcome you into church. Thank you very much for the grace and the privilege to fellowship with you. We do not take it for granted. Let me also welcome the set man of the house. Can you please appreciate our senior pastor? Uh, he has been leading us very valiantly in the place of prayer. Please, every of those prayers, don't make mistake. Alright? You must pray. And pray earnestly. As a matter of fact, one of the things you should do is that share the prayers on your platform. Share the prayers on your family platform. Share the prayers on your work platform. Any opportunity that you have, share the prayers. You know why? If you are the only one that is blessed in your family, you are not blessed too. If you are the only one blessed in your family, you know what will happen? Your phone will continue to ring and they'll be begging you for money. Hallelujah. Yes, you have an abundance to give, but you don't want to prosper alone. You want everybody around you to prosper. So don't just say the prayers. It is selfish for you to keep these prayers to yourself. You must extend it. Um, we have the Monday prayer group and somebody spoke to me, joined, not a member of this church, joined from the Monday prayer group, joined our prayers on Monday. You know what the person said? I saw a new pastor for me. I didn't know the man can pray like that too. <laughs> the person said, wow, man. And started following, giving me every prayer point by prayer point by prayer point. That, you know, I thought the man was one gentle, you know, calm man. I didn't know that when it comes to prayer, he unleashes and I said, yes, that's the grace that we have in this house. And we celebrate it and we do not take it. Come on, celebrate your pastor. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this morning, uh, let me go straight. Can you please, let me start with the slide for 2022. How many of us remember this slide? Hallelujah. Are we done with this slide? We are done. Hold on, hold on. Please, read after me. Read with me. It says, 2022, the year to be settled by God. And we took our scripture from 1 Peter 5, 10 to 11, the Amplified Classic. And it says, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts, are you in church? Let's start again. Read with me. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts all blessing and favor, who will himself complete and make you what you ought to be, establish and ground you secure, securely and strengthen you and settle you. Amen. How many of us remember that? 
So for 12 months, we prayed this prayer repeatedly. We recited it in our prayer of agreement and to many, but many are not really sure that God settled them in 2022. And that's the truth. If I were to ask you that do you really think or do you really believe or have you been settled in 2022? I'm not going to ask you to put up your hand, but you know in your heart. That's saying, yeah, I believe the word of God. I believe that God has settled me. But guess what? I still, somehow, I'm still with the problems that I had in 2022. They're still rearing their ugly heads. I keep seeing those Egyptians God had promised me like the Israelites that I will see no more. Therefore, pastor, I'm not quite sure that God really settled me in 2022. Hmm. Then in the year 2023, or the year 2023 rolled in, and another prophetic word came in. This time, give me the slide for 2023. It says, 2023, read with me, is a year of providential outcome. And this time, we took our scripture from Proverbs 16, verse 33, from the good word. Good word. And it says, the dice are thrown, but the Lord determines every outcome. Am I speaking the truth or not? Hmm. Now, for those who are not sure that they were divinely settled in the in year 2022, the word of God which is quick and sharper than any two-edged sword has come powerfully this morning to tell you that grace assembly you may not know it yet but I settled you as far back as 2022 the only thing that remains is the providential outcome which you will see in 2023 I settled you in 2022. Far back in 2022, I settled you. Do you see the correlation in the word of God? But the only thing that is remaining is that in 2023, by the mercies of the living God, by God who says I am, when I say something, it happens. I will show you the providential outcome in 2023. I thought somebody should be jumping. I thought somebody should be screaming. I thought somebody should be clapping. I thought somebody should be dancing. Choir, why are you sitting down? I thought you should be breaking down in song. Instrumentalist, why are you silent? I thought your instrument should be sounding because whatever happened in 2022, if you did not see the settlement, I am telling you that in 2023, the outcome is about to show. I thought you were breaking a song for me. 
I thought your rejoicing will be so high this morning because God has come to visit us himself. He says 2023, you will see the outcome. understand there's somebody that got pregnant in 2022 and it will deliver in 2023 you are pregnant with prosperity you are pregnant with promotion sir we are pregnant with breakthrough we are pregnant with miracle and guess what we were pregnant 2022 conception 2023 outcome sermon which I titled Settled for Providential Outcomes. Please be seated. Please be seated. Ecclesiastes 7-8 says, Did you not know that the end of a thing is better than it's beginning. Hmm. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. The same scripture in the New Living Translation says, finishing is better than starting. So something started in 2022 and you are going to see the outcome and the finishing in 2023. But just in case you do not know who is doing this work, God says, I should tell you 
that I am God that knows the end of the matter even before it starts even before it starts I know the end I'm the very one that starts a walk in a pit and I end it in the palace so guess what where you started from may not look like where you are going to end up where you started in 2022 I promise you by the mercies of the living God that's not what you will be in 2023 because the providential outcome of who you are or who God wants you to be will be made manifest in 2023 hallelujah sit down mm. I am the God that starts with a murder accused and converts him into the leader of a race. I am a God that starts with a ruddy lad from the backside of nowhere, tending an insignificant number of sheep. And I turn around and made him king in spite of his brothers who attended Sandust and they thought they were better than him. I will start a thing and I will finish it. Nobody can stop me. No situation can stop me. No government, no political party, no politician, no boss. Like the boss of our dear sister can stop me. When I start something, I finish it. Hallelujah. Are you still with me, church, this morning? I am a God that starts with a product of adultery and make him the greatest king of all times neglecting the so-called legitimate children why because i will even make your mistake i will make your sin to work together for you to give you a hope and give you an expected end so irrespective of what you went through in 2022 I guarantee you a providential outcome in 2023. Hallelujah. Why? Because in Romans 8, 23, it says, And we all know that all things work together for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. I am God who orchestrated a child born in a manger a donkey's table then gave him a name above every other name and he started in a manger but he ended up sitting on my right hand side whereby I make his enemies his footstool so why do you doubt me be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46. Why do you doubt me? I started this journey with you. Be sure I'm going to end it with you. If I said I will settle you, I am not speaking in future tense. I am speaking in past tense. I did not say I am going to settle you. I have 
already settled you. So if you are here this morning and you are doubting whether God has settled you for 2022, I have big news for me, for you. Stop doubting me. I have spoken and I said the only thing that I exalt above myself is my word because I said it will not come back to me void. I have spoken it. I spoke it in 2022 and I am telling you in 2023, watch out because there's going to be a providential outcome in the name of Jesus. Only last week, only last week, I shocked you. I shocked you. You didn't ask me. I shocked you. Guess what? God said every debt in Grace Assembly, He has settled. It's just a manifestation of time. You, 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 you Pastor Steve, sorry to put you on the spot. When we were in the pastor's office, you gave me and you said something. You had a deadline to pay a debt, right? And somebody called you and said, Why are you sounding like that? You told the person, I'm oh, I'm fine, I'm okay. The person insisted you are not okay. Is it not God? He said, I know you, I know you are not okay. What is the problem? He said, I am owing so, 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 and so. And they've given me this deadline. And this man said, is that all? Is there more? He said, no. Send me your account number. Am I lying, sir? Man of God, am I? And what? He liquidated the debt. You know, those things happen. So that be careful. Some people call around there ah, in that church. Are we sure? Is it good? There's God here. If you are not experiencing God, He has nothing to do with us, He has something to do with you. Living example. I'm sorry because let's start from here so that we expose ourselves. My brother, when we were in the pastor's office. You came. I didn't know. Right? Am I right, sir? You said as you entered the church, God said to you, there's some money you need to pay. And he said, bring up that money. You opened your phone and you checked the balance of the money. Right? And I didn't know. You didn't speak to me. And God decided last week that just to show you in Grace Assembly that I am present here. This is a church of grace. I forgive the dead. This is your own year of jubilee. This is your own seven year. I erase your death. And you are coming back to testify in the name of Jesus. And so for everybody that owes money. So why do we still doubt God? Why are we still afraid? Why do we come to church? Why are you fasting? Why are you praying? When you don't believe that something is about to happen he says in Jeremiah 1 5 I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb the 
before you are born, I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. That means God knows you by name. He wasn't only speaking to Jeremiah. He was just using Jeremiah as a reference point. Each and every one of us, God knows by name. Now let me show you something. Alright? Just to illustrate because you are going to ask me. God started something in Genesis 37. Give me Genesis 37. We are talking about settle and we are talking about providential outcome. So he started something in Genesis 37, 5 to 8. He says, now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers that they hated and they hated him even more. Go on. And he said to them, please hear this dream. Egbo, wake up. Alright? Which I have dreamed. Hmm? There we were, binding shifts in the field. Then behold, my shift arose and also stood upright. And indeed your shift stood all around and bowed to my shift. Eight. And his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated even, they hated him even more for his dreams and for his word. But please follow me to Genesis 50. Give me Genesis 50 verses 15. <laughs> settlement. I want to show you settlement. Now, this is what? Providential outcome. When Joseph's brother saw that their father died, was dead, they said, perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. Go further. Next slide. So they sent messengers to Joseph saying, before your father died, he commanded saying, blah, 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 give me. Then they said to him, now please forgive us, uh, blah, 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 blah. And when, please forgive the trespass of your brothers and your sins and the evil that they did. Give me verse 18. Then, read with me, his brothers also went and did what? Did you see settlement? Have you seen outcome? Those who said to Fiaka, we will never bow. Did they bow? There are some people who have been telling you that they will not bow to you. Because of the providential outcome that you are going to have in 2023, they will come back and bow to you in the name of Jesus. I said they will bow to you in the name of Jesus. Why? 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of men or man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Romans 8, 19 says, for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly, eagerly awaits eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of men. You can replace that revealing with eagerly wait for the outcome for the providential outcome of the sons of men. That's why he says in Isaiah 45, 2-3, he says I will go before you because I've settled you divinely in 2023 in 2022 in 2023, I'll go before you and make every crooked path straight. 
I will break the gates of bronze. I will cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the Lord God of Israel. Is it in your Bible? People of God, God has settled us in 2022. All we need Ahead of time, God had divinely settled Job when he was experiencing his travails. So trouble of what he had before. Job 42.10 However, however, let me sound a note of warning. For your divine settlement to be converted to providential outcome, you must follow God's instruction. You must follow God's instruction. God is not a magician. For your divine settlement to be converted. In cars, there's what you call a catalytic converter. A converter. Is that converter? Converter. What it does, I think it, it, it changes the state of something. I'm sure pastor who knows more about cars. You understand me? The older cars have what you call like silencers, they have mufflers. But because newer cars must be um, carbon dioxide compliant, there's something that converts it. So it converts the energy of your car so that it's supposed to emit uh, exhaust at a certain level. Otherwise, it's not even compliant. So you need for something to divinely convert your settlement into providential outcome and it is called obedience yeah nobody clapped very few people you don't want to hear about that Isaiah 119 says after all if you are willing and you are obedient and I'm not talking about a political party if you are willing and you are what what shall you do? You shall eat the good of the land. So if you want to eat the good of 2023, this is not the time to play truancy. This is not the time to fool around with your faith. This is not the time to fool around with your salvation. You need to be obedient. And God will help each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. Let me just give you one or two illustrations from the Bible so that people will not say that this hearsay in Joshua 16, Joshua 6, 1, 2. Joshua 6, 1, 2. Give me. It says, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel and none went out and none came in. Verse 2. <laughs> and the Lord said to Joshua, see, I will give you Jericho. Hello? See, I will give you Jericho. Is that what he said? What is there? He said, see, I have given you Jericho. I have settled you. He said, I have given you Jericho. It is in your hand. And just in case you are doubting, I've also included the king and the mighty men of valor of Jericho. 
not just Jericho. So all the businesses in Jericho, all the petrol stations in Jericho, all the refineries in Jericho, all the businesses in Jericho, I have given them to you. The president of Jericho, I have given you. All the great men, the, the army, the SSS, the police, name them, the navy, the air force, I have given them to you. That's what settlement. But then, come with me. Three to five. Instruction. Now, this is instruction. You shall march around the city, all you men of war. Now, let me, you know, when you read the Bible, read it like my pastor says, you know, read it with some imagination. Men of war, march around. Ah, we are men of war. We are trained to fight. It's only women that march around. Or men that are farmers. We, when it's time of war, come and call us. Come and call us. Huh? Do you know how many battles we have fought? Do you know how many people? We were the ones that dealt with the Egyptians. We are the ones that did this. We are the ones that in the desert, we did so many things. And then you are calling me. Field Marshal. To march around. Oga Joshua, we have always told you. That's why we followed Moses without you. I'm not sure there's anointing on your life. March around. He says, you will go around all the city once. This you shall do six days. Give me four. And then, you know the instruction. Let me not waste time. And then verse five, you know verse five, just so that, and it shall come to pass when you make a long blast, the ram run, and you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down. Now give me 20, 20, 20. Let's look at providential outcome. So they obeyed the instruction. So the people shouted when the trumpet, the priest blew the trumpet, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat. Then the people went into the city, every man straight before him, and took the city, 21, give me 21, and they utterly destroyed this all that was in the city, both man, woman, young and old, ox and sheep and donkey with the edge of the sword, including the king and the men of valor. Did you see that? Settlement instruction providential outcome now some people are going to say to me that I'm preaching Old Testament so let me show you in the New Testament so that it's a complete gospel that's what we preach in Grace Assembly the complete gospel of God so follow me to John 4 to 6 John, sorry, John 6. John 6. Multimedia, John 6. And after these things, we're reading from the New King James Version. After these things, Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of, you know, Tiberias. And then what happened? Give me verse 2. 
And there was a great multitude followed. And then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. Verse 3. And Jesus went up to the mountain. Okay, sorry. I wanted 4 to 6. Give me 4 to 6. Let's go to 4. Sorry. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jew was near. Go on. And Jesus lifted up his eyes, seeing a great multitude coming towards him. He said to Philip, why shall we buy bread that this may eat? And what did Philip say? But Jesus said, but this he said to test him. For he knew, for he himself knew what he will, which meant that Jesus had settled it. Jesus had settled it. So sometimes when God is speaking to you, in fact, not sometimes, every time when God is speaking to you, he already knows what he wants to do. He already knows what he wants to do. So what happened? In 6 to 10 of that same verse, give me, let me read 6 to 10. Or let me read, give me 10 to 11. Bear, 10 to 11. Give me verses 10 to 11. Instruction. Instruction. Then Jesus said, make the people sit down. Make the people what? Sit down. You know, there are times that you are in a hurry, sir. You are running, you can even run ahead of God. You know what Jesus was saying? Cool temper. Farabale. Farabale. Calm down. Mommy, calm down. Calm down. Sit down. Tell your neighbor, calm down. Sit down. Just sit down. Stop running from pillar to post. Stop drinking every holy water that somebody gives to you. It's not everybody that should be laying their hands on your head. It's not every mountain that you should be visiting. Calm down. Farabale. Say, make everybody sit down. Cool down. Sit down. He says then, now there was much in the grass. There was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. You know why the Bible told us the number? So that you can know the extent of God's work. All right. Now, so give me the providential outcome in verse 12 to 13. You know the story. Verse 12. So when they were filled, the Bible tells us that he, he took the bread and he broke it and he gave thanks to God. And he says, give to the people, distribute. And this is what happens. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Give me verse 13. What did they gather? Therefore, they gathered them off and filled what? How many? Twelve baskets. With fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over. So, there was a settlement. He knew what he wanted to do. There was an instruction. Sit down. And then this providential outcome.
let me show you a simple equation for 2023. Please bring up that slide. No, the other one. Divine settlement plus divine instruction equals what? Providential outcome. People of God, God is up to something in grace assembly. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. Now this is mine. This is mine. This is not what God said to me. I traced it back and I said, how did this thing start? How did we begin to experience a new level in grace assembly? And I traced it back to sacrifice. Towards the end of the year, some people came up and said, guess what? We are going to sacrifice because the work of God must not stop and decided to come together and they bought the church a generator. It's not because they had excess money. They took out of what they had because they said the work of God must not stop and they gave. Some people looked at the man of God even without him asking just like they did for the man of God in the Old Testament the woman the Shumanite, Shumanite, Shunamite woman and said we will bless you we know you have a car but we will bless you with another one some people came up and they gave annual, we did our annual thanksgiving the first time we are doing it in this church and many of us are sitting comfortable, comfortably we're enjoying the AC that is working fully because we now have a generator that can carry all the ACs. We're enjoying the ambience that the fans are able to give to us. Some people donated microphones. And I realize that anytime they sacrifice, God answers sacrifices. So God said, what did Solomon do? It was Solomon that offered a thousand burnt offerings. It provoked God. Now this is me. This is me. I believe what Mark are turning around was a sacrifice we made to God. There was a whoop sale. There was a peace ministry. Even in the midst of lack, we were still given as a church. We did not allow the situation that we are experiencing to withhold our hand. We could have stopped our wolf sale. We could have stopped prison ministry. We could have stopped this. We could have stopped that. But guess what? There was sacrifice. I don't know what the instruction is to you. Like I said, this last one is my own. But I see, and I went back to check every time that there was a sacrifice and God accepted the sacrifice, something significant happened. Concerning Elisha, he said, 
Elijah said, what do you want me to do for you? He said, I want a double portion of your anointing. But how did he get it? You didn't remember when Elijah threw the mantle on him and he burnt everything that he had. Oxen, the plow, everything. Every item of business, he burnt it. That was a sacrifice. And of course, the sacrifice that is above all sacrifice. Our Lord Jesus Christ that went onto the cross. Bible says that he did not even look at the shame. He endured the cross. And therefore, he was giving a name that is above every name. That anybody who hears that name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is the word of God for you, Grace Assembly, this morning. prayer I want you to pray for the quick manifestation of your settlement in 2023 that it will be quickly converted to providential outcome and as I was preparing for the sermon I was saying to myself God is it possible for you to settle somebody in January for the whole year then I remember that brother Bawak, I think he was the one who came here. Or somebody came here. No, it was sister Salome. Said she has not even gone to her area, which is motor insurance. And she's covered her budget for God knows how long. So that emboldened me that God can settle me in January for the entire year. And I think you also gave a, a, a testimony like that. So I'm just going to give you one minute to pray. And say, God, cause there to be a quick manifestation of the providential outcome of my settlement in 2022. A quick manifestation. In this January, pray in this week, even as of today, my phone will ring. Even as of today, something will happen that will quickly manifest I will see the providential outcome of the word of God in my life in 2023. I will not be barren in this way. I'm praying for a quick manifestation, swift, swift manifestation in January. If you are looking for admission, it will come this January. If you are looking for promotion, it will come this January. If you are looking for breakthrough, it will come this January. Because 2023 is a year of providential outcome and so we pray in the name of the father in the name of the son and in the name of the holy spirit hallelujah celebrate god celebrate god hallelujah hallelujah amen please be seated do you feel better do you feel good hallelujah amen Amen. Me, I've started seeing the providential outcome. And I'm not, I'm not talking. 
honestly, I am not talking. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking by faith. I'm talking by experience. I will come back to testify in the name of Jesus. Amen.